Podcasts. My name is David Weld. I'm an actor filmmaker from Scotland. I decided to do these little uh, podcasts to share my experience. In the last podcast, I was talking about my first feature film. It was an industry feature film and how it was uh, basically a big learning curve. It wasn't the start of a career for many reasons. The last few years, really, I've spent learning digital technology, you know, from probably 10 years ago when I started to make my own films, you know, because my first film I wrote and directed it, other people produced it. But I wanted to, you know, learn every aspect of the business and this new technology allows you to do that, right from, you know, shooting on cameras, editing, writing, producing, basically from the concept right to the delivery on Amazon Prime, I do every aspect. Now, the reason I do every aspect is because these films are made for nothing. They're made from a few thousand, from hundreds of pounds to a few thousand pounds, self-funded. I'm the type of person that if I had a budget, I love collaborating people. I want to get the best DOP in the world. I want to get the best production design in the world. I want to get best actors, best crew, because you surround yourself with best people, people better than yourself, and you're going to get good work, you know. But when you're at a level when you're making stuff for nothing, you know, then, you know, you're not going to get great people if you've not got the money. So, for me personally, uh, the people that I pick over years have been great people, but they've been like people that have been willing to learn. They've been students. They've been people that are no specialised in camera, no specialised in sound, no specialised in lighting. But their reliability and enthusiasm has been more important, you know. So I think at this level, making sort of student-type films, experimental, is what I've been doing the last few years to learn the craft, to learn every aspect, so that when I do, if I do get budgets as well, then I know everybody, the basics, everybody's job. So for the last few years, I've been making, I think I've made about four feature films, uh, seven-part crime series, and about twenty odd shorts. I made a feature film called Mission X about you know a group of military guys, a film shooting hanging out with military guys, made that shot that over a year and it almost got into the cinema but I couldn't get the budget to get it into the cinema the, the cinema wanted it um, in Scotland because I love the look of the poster and the concept um, but I never you know I put it online I never you know uh, thought too much about that or let it hold me back that I couldn't afford to get it in the cinema I went on to the next project which was a horror movie set in Tulsa Oklahoma called Screen that I'd raised the budget for by two, invest uh, two investors but then I think it was in 2008 2009 when the global financial collapse happened the investors a week before lost some of their businesses so the last thing they were going to do is invest in a fucking horror movie <laughs> um, so but I connected with people online in Tulsa made uh, somebody was casting me in their movie wanted me to be in their movie a filmmaker called Oklahoma Ward and Nicky Alonso they were making a film called Crawl or Die they asked me to be in their movie as an actor um, cut long story short I went there I had a, a, a script for a horror movie and it was set at an old drive-in about horror a horror about a group of people that I found scared to death in front of a drive-in movie screen so cut long story short went there acted in their movie borrowed their camera and I shot the movie that was originally meant to be 300,000 and I shot it for like 3,000 you know obviously wasn't the same movie but I always believe action's important because when I went there um, I had a camera guy that was going to shoot that was shooting their movie crawl die. I was going to use them in my movie creatively we didn't get on so I ended up having to learn the camera in 24 hours which it turned out great because over the years I've shot my own camera because of that experience I had to learn how to use a camera in about 48 hours and I love to learn new technologies it's like that old Robert Rodriguez thing when I read his book and I met him 
you know, learn the technical, if you're creative and you learn the technical, you become invincible. You know, so I learned the camera, um, I learned how to edit, I learned how to shoot, I learned the framing. You know, I basically shot that movie without any crew, most of it until the end scene, just me, the actresses, the sound device and the camera, Canon 5D. So then I shot that, um, that was kind of done over a year, edited over a year of stuff, time it came out. Kept on moving, kept on doing stuff, um, started to make a little little shots, then started to make a, a pilot episode for a crime idea that I had, a crime series called Crime Lord, about a crime writing criminal that comes out of prison, decides to be a crime writer, but finds that quite difficult, and then he lives this double life as a crime writer plus building a criminal empire that he's actually putting in his novels as if they're fiction but it's actually real life. So that started as a germ and over the years I've done more episodes and done more uh, of the series and eventually, cut a long story short, it's on Amazon Prime. It's not a big series, it's not the next Sopranos, it's not the next Breaking Bad, it wasn't meant to be. That's the side when you get something on like Amazon Prime, a big platform and it can be seen in America and the UK and New Zealand and all these countries. There's a great side to that, it's just fucking amazing that you can actually get your, your small film and people can watch on their TVs and their tablets. Um, there's the downside that sometimes people have got expectations that you've got the next Breaking Bad or the fucking Sopranos and then they look at it and they say there's no budget, no names. I would rather people discover it like YouTubers watching a YouTube video where you've got zero expectations, doesn't cost any money, you get it for free. So what I did do is I started putting like little chapter versions on Instagram, IGTV and people were discovering it there and then liking it and then going to watch the rest on the television. That's the way that I like to be discovered because then there's no expectations that it's anything big. It's like a YouTube series, you know. So that's on Amazon Prime at the moment called Crime Lord, working towards season two. And I also have a little side business. It's not a business as such, it's a service making to do the day job, making uh, videos and scenes for actors for their showreels. I make quite a few of those. Yeah, so to cut a long story short, I basically spent the last 10 years making all my own work to make my own mistakes with my own money and because of my first feature film I spent £300,000 and the film did make its money back and I got other offers but you know, learning how to be a filmmaker with a lot of money I don't think is a good thing. I think it's better to learn how to be a filmmaker using this cheap technology. They didn't have the cheap technology back then, but we do today. Learn how to shoot in DSLRs, phones, we know money. Make a lot of bad films, or bought a lot of bad short films to learn how to be good. I've got that side where... You know, Quentin Tarantino talked about this, that most directors don't get better as they get older. I don't totally agree with that, but I think there's something in it in the sense that I think it's partly because good, successful directors start off as indie filmmakers and they get huge budgets by Hollywood and they end up going for the money, so they end up becoming the same as everybody else. They don't they lose their individual voice because they've got to stick to, you know, what executives want with a budget, I think there's an aspect of that. But there's also an aspect... Uh, if you take somebody who I'm a fan of, uh, Orson Welles, who started explosively in Hollywood with Citizen Kane and made a great film and steadily, steadily went downhill over the years, obviously because he couldn't get budgets, so he had to do his own thing and act in his own, his own films and stuff um, to try and raise money and borrow here and borrow there to try and complete films. But he started with his masterpiece and ended up, you know, kind of going downhill. I think it's, um, the best thing is, is to start with a lot of crap, you know, I mean, not purposely make crap, but just learn your craft, learn your apprenticeship. You couldn't do that years ago because, you you know, you'd have to make a film and shoot it on film and get a crew. So you couldn't really start off bad as, as such. 
Today you can make films for next to nothing, so you can start off bad, learn your craft, make a lot of bad stuff, and maybe near the end of your life, you know, if I've got another 20 or 25 years, then you come up with your masterpiece because you've got the hang of it rather than the opposite way. That's the kind of goal that I want to do, and I want to make bigger films as well, but the reason in the last few years I discovered, I realised that this new world, when I seen YouTubers making videos, is going to be the world that, you know, building your own brand, so I think it's important to learn how to make your own films and shoot and write and direct and edit, because for me personally, yeah, I want to do some industry stuff as well, but my main thing is to build my own brand, so I'm always going to have to learn how to shoot, write, edit, direct, even get to the point where I can get a small crew, but I still have to get it to that level when I've got no money, so I think it's always been in my subconscious to just make films, learn everything from even flying drones, which, which I've done, and of course, marketing and social media and building websites and the whole lot. So, which is your apprenticeship. People think when well, you want to be a creative or an actor or a filmmaker that you can just do it, do it overnight. Most people that I've got somewhere, it's, you know, they're not, their overnight successes came after 20 years of been working at it, you know. So, I've made a lot of stuff over the last few years. It's not been great, but it's really been... I've made some films that just to learn how to fly drones. So, I wrote a film around that called The Club Bloody Killers, which is on Amazon Prime. So, yeah, it's just been a learning curve, and that's what... And I'll continue to learn. It's like Francis Ford Coppola says he always wants to be a student, you know, and I never really understood that for years. The guy that made the Apocalypse Now and The Godfather um, always wants to be a, a student, you know. Why? Because he's got an inquisitive mind, wants to be experimental, always learning no get lazy I think that's really important um, and that's really my goal over the years ahead as a filmmaker and actor creative in general anyway thanks very much for listening to this podcast and if you want to listen to more tune in I'm trying to post one every single day and thanks for listening thanks a lot mm-hmm.